This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Raise your hand if you are ready to level up your marriage for 2023. Do you find that you're spending your time together with your husband checked out and in front of the TV? You're ready for tangible strategies that actually get you results. Reignite the spark in your marriage. Have fun and grow together. Well, I hope you have your hand raised at this minute because I have something special for you. I'm introducing my brand new six-question marriage predictor quiz. That's going to give you personalized results to catapult you into the next stage of your marriage journey. That means you'll receive the results to where your marriage can get the best help. If you've got just one minute, head to veronicacisneros.org forward slash quiz, and you can take my brand new quiz, Marriage Predictor. Get your results delivered right to your email address. 
Again, that's veronicasisneros.org forward slash quiz. veronicasisneros.org forward slash quiz. Hey, my name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. On today's episode, I am going to be laser focused on how to build a roadmap to a successful marriage. And, you know, right before recording this, I like, I thought to myself, okay, well, wait a minute, how do you actually do that? And, you know, usually I'm giving you guys all of these tips and all of these strategies. And in today's episode, although we are definitely going to have strategies and I'm definitely going to give you um, tips, at the same time, I kind of want to go, I kind of want to take this episode to a vulnerable place. And so where I'm going to start is where Willie and I were at in the beginning, And so I'm going to give you, I'm going to share with you a little story. So for those of you that already know me and have listened to the podcast, you guys know Willie and I were one month away from divorce. Like a divorce was filed by him. Um, Court papers were filed, division of assets. All of that was done. And it came time, there was one month, we, we ended up getting, we ended up both getting a letter and it was stating that we only had one month for the divorce to be final. And I remember feeling, there was a whole mixture of feelings. There was a little bit of sadness, obviously, but there was also a bit of a relief. Like it felt as if I was just being dragged in to this constant feeling of pain was our marriage going to work? No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. You know, and there was a while where Willie would contact me um, to hook up. And then I changed my number because I was like, okay, wait a minute. I thought we were getting a divorce. How are we hooking up? Like what's happening? This is so confusing for me. You know, we had just had one daughter, so she had no idea what was going on. She was a baby, but I know she could feel it because I was a complete mess. And so for Willie and I, that was truly the start of us working on ourselves. And 
that took a whole hell of a lot of work and it took so many years and it's not going to take you that long because I'm here to help you. Um, duh. But it took us several years to go ahead and figure out what we really wanted, how we were going to actually make this happen. And for us, it was working on the issues that we were bringing into the relationship. We had to truly identify what are the issues we're bringing into the relationship. And I'd like to say that totally happened in like a day. We had a great conversation and then that was the end of it. But that's not necessarily the truth because I had no idea how to do that. In my eyes, I was good. I was a good wife. I was a good mother. He was at fault. However, he felt the same way. He felt that I neglected our marriage. He felt as if that, you know, I was constantly trying to change him. He didn't feel as if I valued him. And that was a really, really hard pill to swallow. And like here, because again, We do all of these things to make our marriage successful, to have this exceptional marriage. And then his reality was different than mine. And so at the start, that was really hard to hear. Um, I didn't necessarily know how to process that. I had no clue how much resentment was actually in our relationship until I noticed that Willie was keeping score. And I'm not sure if it was, um, it, I don't remember what it was. It was something like a chore. I, 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 I'd be lying if I told you, oh, it was this. I'd totally be lying to you. But I remember Willie was like, well, yeah, go ahead and get it. And it's like, well, dude, you're right there. Why don't you get it? And he's like, just get it. And it's like, no, for real, you're like right there. You're closer, th- you're closer to it than I am. And he's like, I do all of it. I do everything. And it's like, oh boy, what the hell are you talking? What do you mean you do everything? And he's like, I do it all. And I'm like, well, that's not true because I do it all. And then it became this defensive match of who did more. And I wasn't ready to go ahead and actually hear what my husband was communicating. And I wasn't ready to hear it because I felt like I was being attacked. I felt like, wait a minute, are you trying to throw the blame on me? We're just getting back together. How are you going to go ahead and put it on me? Like you're the one who left. And I realized that there was this back and forth sort of tug of war happening. And I'd like to say it ended there, but the truth is it didn't. There was other incidents instances where that was happening over and over. We were both keeping score. And I had no idea that that's exactly what was happening, that we were both keeping score. I had no idea that I was keeping score. And I, I had no idea he had reason to believe that he was keeping score, but that was the truth. That was definitely the truth. He was keeping score to try to keep himself safe. Well, Veronica is safe from what? Safe from being hurt, safe, being safe from me, you know, and I was doing the same thing. I had built up this wall. I didn't even know existed. I'd literally built up this wall because that was my form of protection. And as long as I had that form of protection, then I was fine. There was no way he would be able to hurt me emotionally. And we did that over and over again. We were constantly keeping score. We were not so in tuned in the relationship, but we were both afraid to lose each other again. 
And now I look back and realize that that's exactly what kept us together in the beginning was we didn't want to lose each other. But at the same time, we were, I don't want to say we were miserable, but we didn't know how to be together. Like, does that make sense? We didn't know how to be together. We didn't have any skills. We didn't know how to communicate. We didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know what was going on for him. He didn't know how to communicate what was going on for him and vice versa. And so we were in this relationship trying to make things work, living the day by day. He had his tasks. I had mine. And I want to say that it was working, but it wasn't. That resentment continued to build. That resentment continued to grow in different ways. I didn't realize how bad the resentment was growing until Willie had gotten out of the Marine Corps. Um, And I didn't realize it until there was one night that I was working late and he's like, hey, we miss you. When are you coming home? And it's like, dude, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? You know how many times you've deployed and I didn't give you shit for it and now I'm I'm working, I'm going to get home and now you're giving me crap for it? Like, how does this even make sense? Aha, that's where I was keeping score. And I was also being contemptuous where I was like, well, wait a minute. I did this for you and I was great at it. Step up, step up your game. And so when I was asked this question, can you help me create a roadmap to a successful marriage? Just really made me think of like, how is our marriage successful? And one of the primary reasons why I believe Mine and Willie's marriage is so successful. I shouldn't say so successful, like we're so perfect. But one of the primary reasons, if I'm being quite frankly honest, one of the primary reasons why Willie and my relationship, why our marriage is successful is because of one thing. One thing. I mean, obviously there's more, but this is the number one thing. Willie and I are the best of friends, like best friends, like beyond ride or die. Like, we actually have fun together. Now, let me ask you something. When did you stop having fun together? When did the household chores, the kids, the schedules, when did that take over? And why? Why did you allow it to take over? And so that right there is the goal, to be the best of friends. That's the end of the roadmap. But let's go ahead and rewind and take it a little, take it back. So to establish a successful relationship, to establish the roadmap to a successful marriage, one of the key steps is to identify what are the issues you're bringing into the relationship. What are the issues you're bringing into the relationship? One of the primary reasons why this is so important is because most of us don't hold ourselves accountable. We don't hold ourselves accountable as to what we are doing to disrupt the connection. And we have gotten so laser focused on placing the blame game. And that blame game is a tight, tight game. One in which you're playing Russian roulette with your marriage. When you neglect to... Assume responsibility for your actions. You are putting your marriage at risk. So it's time to do something different. So the first step is truly identifying what are the issues I'm bringing into the relationship. That brings you onto that path. Knowing that, wait a minute, there are issues that I'm bringing into the relationship. 
And as we're going down this path, well, what is the next step, Veronica? I'm so glad you asked. Well, the next step is, I want you to go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning of when it was fun. What did you guys used to do that you're not able to do now? Or let me, let me correct that. Let me, let me, let me change those words. What did you used to do then that you are refusing to do now? You are definitely able. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't care how busy your schedule is. What are the things that you're refusing to do now that it was so easy to do then? And why? Were you willing to have sex even if maybe you weren't a thousand percent ready? Were you willing to go on date nights? Were you excited to go on date nights? Did you ask questions about how his day went? The minute you seen him, did you just rush to him? Did you run to him and kiss him and greet him with love? I want you to think about those times right now. There was one time that um, I was on my way home from work. And I think Willie had gotten gotten home a lot quicker than I did. And so he was already there. Oh, you know what? No, I am lying. Oh my God, I'm totally lying. Okay, I don't remember this. I, I, I Whatever, it doesn't even matter. But I remember, I think I was vacuuming. I think I either I was vacuuming or his, he was vacuuming. I don't know, play back the tape. But anyway, I think I was vacuuming. And Willie was coming home. I think that's how the story went. But either way, let me get to it. The minute that door opened, I dropped that vacuum, grabbed, helped him put his um, bag down, grabbed his arm and let him upstairs. I had like literally rehearsed it in my head. Like this would be so badass if the minute he got home, I took him upstairs and I had built it up and I'm not going to lie. I was so nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. Well, I'll tell you why I was nervous is because I was doing something that I had never done before. And I had practiced and rehearsed like what this was going to look like. And I didn't know what it, what, what I was going to be met with. I didn't know if he was going to tell me, Hey, you know what? I'm hungry or where are the kids? I didn't care where the kids were. I knew they weren't going to be with me and him, but it was just like, this is going to happen. This is totally going to happen. I set my heart on making this goal happen. And so I did. And no words, like no words at all. I didn't say anything. I grabbed his his hand, led him upstairs. Willie's not fighting it. Willie's all about it. And it was just this beautiful moment. It was so beautiful. And it was so beautiful because I had followed through with what I wanted to do. And so I want you to think about when it used to be so much fun. And I want you to think about why it's not so much fun anymore. Another step is recognizing each other's differences. You guys are going to have different perspectives. You guys are going to have different values. Yes, ladies, you are totally going to have different values. I want you to honor and respect each other's values. What are his values? What are your values? And why are they so important to you? What do they represent? Where do they stem from? Being able to understand your partner's perspective is truly going to help you establish trust. Here's why. Because you're no longer trying to change them. You are accepting them for who they are and who they're not. 
A lot of us women have fallen in love with the fairy tale. And we've fallen so hard in love with the fairy tale that we try to convince ourselves that we can change our partners to be who we need them to be. We need them to be Prince Charming. We need them to love and adore us. But the reality is when you attempt to try to change your partner, what you're actually communicating to them is you are not enough. The way you are is not enough and you need to change. You need to change. Not me. I'm like totally perfect, but you definitely need to change. Imagine feeling that way and being in a relationship with somebody who constantly reminds you that you need to change because who you are is not enough. And it's not necessarily that you're saying this with words, but it's by your behavior and by your actions. And so I want you to think about how you are attempting to change your partner. I don't care if it's for the better. I want you to identify how you're doing that and hold yourself accountable for it. Now we're going down, navigating through this path of a successful marriage. The next thing that's going to be so important, so, so important is recognizing that you both lack skill in communicating. You lack skill. And one of the primary reasons why you might lack skill in communicating is because you've probably never witnessed a healthy argument. You probably don't know the difference between a perpetual and a solvable problem. You probably have no idea how to get out of gridlock. And when your emotions are high, more than likely you have no idea how to regulate them and control them. And instead, what you do do, and you probably are both guilty of it, you probably are both guilty of acting on your emotions. You're either shutting down or blowing up. Nothing's really being communicated. Instead, you guys are both expressing your frustrations in different ways with zero progress. So I want you to think about what skills have I been taught? Now, if you ask me, Veronica, what skills have you been taught? Well, on my mom's side, I taught to hold, what I was taught was to hold things in. And then when you finally got so, so, so frustrated to your limit, that's when you yell. That right there is when you yell. And what I learned from my dad is you shut down. You shut down and you leave. You just leave. You don't have to give it a reason why, just leave. I had no idea that what was happening in my mother and father's relationship was my dad was stonewalling her and my mom was either criticizing, being contemptuous or defensive. Again, it might've been for good reason, but it wasn't healthy. And so I watched bombs go off and both of them being unhappy. Unhappy because nothing was being communicated. Unhappy because there was no solution. Unhappy because I never really watched my parents connect in a healthy way. I watched them avoid. And so that's how far I want you to take it. What essentially is happening in your guys' relationship? And what skills do you both need? Is it ways of learning how to communicate? Is it ways of trusting one another? 
Is it being able to control your emotions? What is it exactly? And I want you to write that down. Still on this path toward a successful marriage. Another place I definitely want you to think about is I want you to consider your upbringing. How is your past showing up in your relationship? How is your past showing up in your marriage? And I really want you to think about it. Think about your past pains, your past breakups. Think about what you've been taught about relationships, not only intimate relationships, but also friendships. What have you been taught? And how is that interfering with your ability to connect with your partner? When we're able to go ahead and look at our family dynamics and our past pains, we're able to make sense of them. We're able to see this bit of a pattern in how we function and how we relate with the world and how we behave. And it's through making those connections that we're able to go ahead and work on them, heal from them. But through healing, you're able to no longer put that past pain at the forefront of your relationship. And instead, you're able to go ahead and let down that guard, as I mentioned earlier, and see your partner for who they really are and appreciate them and enjoy them. Again, on the path toward a successful marriage, it is very important that you both establish meaning, meaning with finances, meaning with the roles of parenting, meaning of what love actually looks like, both given and receiving, meaning with regards to what sex looks like, meaning with regards to what does your finances look like, Literally taking it down step by step and having a true understanding of what all of this looks like. A lot of us get so stuck on trying to impose our values on our partner and we make zero headway. Instead, we're left with a really pissed off partner. And so here I'm challenging you to step outside your comfort zone and establish meaning collaboratively. There will go ahead and create this strong foundation where we both have this understanding of what traditions are, what our values are, and we create the shared meaning, which is really important. Let's reignite your flame. Stop having the same damn arguments on repeat. I want to personally invite you to join me for my couples retreat. Here you'll learn to communicate so you can feel seen, heard, and understood, even when you disagree. Let's grow the marriage you long for. Are you ready to truly feel seen and understood, experience new possibilities in your marriage, and connect in communication, even in conflict? That thriving marriage you longed for is possible for you. And I'm here to help you build it. How does this sound? At the Better Marriage Retreat, you will learn how to reignite the flame and become best friends once again. 
You will learn how to resolve an argument with your partner that isn't met with avoidance. You will learn how to inspire change and set intentional time to grow together. You will learn how to reconnect with your partner working together as a team so you don't feel like roommates. You will learn how to have uncomfortable conversations so that you can both feel understood and supported with lasting results. Strong marriages are made here. Go to veronicacisneros.org forward slash retreat to purchase your tickets now. Ladies, you are not going to want to miss this. There will be five suites available for our VIP members. And then there will also be general admission. I'm going to tell you right now, this couple's retreat is going to be epic. And you are going to regret if you did not take this opportunity right now to purchase your tickets. I am so looking forward to finally meeting you. See you there. Another path or Another helpful hint to help you guys through this successful marriage is understanding the value of sex and intimacy. Now, this is where I lose a lot of women because let's just be honest, sex is a difficult conversation to have. And usually we feel as if we're constantly trying to go ahead and give our partner what they want. And we feel as if that's All they want is sex. That's not what I'm referring to here. I want to make sure you guys both have a healthy sexual lifestyle. But truly understanding what this actually looks like. What does sex represent to him? What does sex represent to you? What were you taught about sex? Who taught you about sex? What are your likes and interests? Really diving deep and having a healthy conversation so that you don't feel like this avoidance, so that you don't feel unheard. This allows both you and your partner to focus on what exactly you guys want and what your desires are. This right here will provide you the resources you need to, be, to put you and your partner on that path towards a successful marriage. You know, Willie and my relationship hasn't always been sex, successful, as I mentioned earlier. There are plenty of times where we struggled. Even to this day, we've struggled. And we will probably continue to struggle in different ways. But again, establishing that true friendship has been key to us having this long-lasting marriage, and I hope it lasts even longer, but it required us to have fun together, to reignite that spark. And I know a good amount of you struggle with reigniting that spark, and I know a good amount of you don't even know what the steps are. So let me ask you a couple questions. What is truly standing in your way? Whether it be getting help, whether it be joining the retreat, whether it be taking a course. And I've given you guys all of these steps, but I really want you to identify like, what exactly is it? Do I believe that it's even possible? Or has our marriage become so complacent that this is just the way I feel like life is going to be for the rest of my life? What is it exactly? And I want you to think about that because that's part of the reason why 
our marriages are the way they are. You are literally the one who determines where your relationship is at. And the amount you're investing right now is why you have the relationship that you have. And I'm not only speaking to wives, I'm also speaking to the husbands. What you've put into your marriage is exactly what you're getting right now. What you've put into your marriage, what you've invested in your marriage is the exact return you're getting right now. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. And a lot of people probably would get upset with me saying that, but it is so true. It is so true. Don't tell me you don't have time for date nights. Don't tell me you don't have time to go out and come to a weekend retreat. Don't tell me you don't have time to meet with a marriage therapist or a marriage coach to go ahead and work on your relationship. Because let me tell you, you'll have to make time for divorce. A judge isn't going to ask you what your schedule looks like. They're going to give you and assign you a court date. Nobody's going to ask you if you're okay with this settlement. It's just going to be given to you. And I know, I know as I'm saying this, it sounds pretty intense, but let me tell you, I work with several couples, several couples, Monday through Thursday, I have Fridays off. Um, and the exact reason for them coming into my office nine times out of 10 is because one partner has one foot in and one foot out and they are relying on me to go out and help them and help their marriage succeed. So they aren't met with divorce. That doesn't have to be the case for all of us though. We can actually make healthy changes in our relationship right now. This is part of it. Listening to this podcast episode is definitely part of creating this change. But this isn't enough. There has to be more. And so if you are willing to go out and take those next steps, then let's do it together. Let's do it together. It doesn't have to end this way. And you don't have to have a boring marriage. You can actually have a better marriage. You can have one that excites you. You can have one that you literally brag about. You can have one in which, I'm not going to say is going to make your friends jealous because that's not what we're after. But you can have one in which you guys both share this heightened level of intimacy that doesn't always require sex. But it's this passionate love. Don't you miss that? I'm going to tell you right now, I am so thankful for the marriage that I have with my husband. And one of the primary reasons why I'm so thankful for it is because we are both working on it. We are both constantly working on our, our, our communication. We are both constantly working on, you know, how to love each other better and how to really set intentional time to grow together. And that's the exact same thing that I want for you. I've already announced that I'm hosting a marriage retreat. I will be hosting that marriage retreat in May, the first weekend of May. And I am so excited to share that marriage retreat with you. I'm even more excited to meet you and your partner. So if you are willing to go ahead and take your marriage to the next level and have fun 
Like, honestly, have fun. This isn't a retreat where you're just going to be learning lessons. We are going to have so much fun. Oh, the activities I have in store for you and your husband. We are going to be laughing. We are definitely going to be crying. But more importantly, we are going to be strengthening your marriage so that you have a marriage that your kids will be proud of, so that your kids can then learn also these skills and apply it to their relationships. So if you are ready to take your relationship to the next level, I not only want you to follow these steps, but I also want you to join me. Go to veronicasisneros.org forward slash retreat for more information. Again, that's veronicasisneros.org forward slash retreat. I can't wait to see you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. 
Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, 
well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.